This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, February 8th, 2020. This week in security news. On 12 occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding safety and security matters. Most important for this report, on Friday afternoon, the President's Coronavirus Task Force held a press briefing to provide the American people a report on the evolving situation as well as the federal response. Here is the Director of the Centers for Disease Control, Dr. Robert Redfield, on the official case numbers. Note that these audio clips have been trimmed for brevity. As of today, there are more than 31,000 cases across mainland China, and the death toll has risen over 600. Outside China, there's now over 300 cases that have been detected in 27 locations, including the United States. Most of these individuals have a connection to Hubei province in China. Additionally, there are 14 locations uh, with 69 cases of person-to-person transmission on individuals that did not travel to China. From the onset, we have a layered response, and our goal is centered around early case recognition, isolation, contact tracing to prevent further spread of this novel coronavirus in our nation using effective and proven public health measures. Our public health and medical community have been instrumental in identifying and characterizing the confirmed cases that we've had in the United States today and are critical to our efforts to contain the spread of this virus. To date, 12 confirmed cases has been identified in the United States, and we've continued to do persistent contact tracing of those 12 cases and identified two additional cases that did not travel to China but were close spousal contacts of confirmed cases that had returned from Wuhan. Late Friday evening, official case numbers were raised to more than 34,000, about 6,100 of which were severe. The death toll now surpasses 720. Responding to a question of whether Health and Human Services and the CDC are confident in the case numbers coming out of China, Dr. Redfield responded as follows. Related to the data, we have both Dr. Fauci and I have regular contacts with our counterpart in China, who uh, we have a very good communication, sharing information. I think the challenge is understanding more right now the spectrum of this illness. It does appear that you can actually have this infection and not have symptoms. Uh, Remember, China is looking at cases that were sick enough to go into a hospital and have to be admitted. There's been very little uh, broader look at the spectrum of this to see how many people are truly infected. And it also is very clear that individuals that don't have symptoms can, in fact, transmit the virus. And so uh, that's where we're at right now. But I think the information we're getting from China CDC, I think we have a, a lot of confidence in. It's just that we don't think the full extent that this outbreak has been defined through the spectrum of asymptomatic, symptomatic disease. As of the time of this report's preparation on Friday, February 7th, China has ignored repeated offers by the Centers for Disease Control and World Health Organization to send teams of specialists to help both in their response as well as to learn more about the nature of the virus. On a question of what message they would send to Americans thinking about getting on a cruise ship, Dr. Redfield stated the following. You know, it's, um, it's complicated because these cruise ships, you're really dependent on the place of origin of your passenger crew passengers. As you're going to see, there's three cruise ships now in the, in the press, and then we can talk about it more, where there has uh, been individuals from uh, a high-risk area to get on that cruise ship. 
and then uh, obviously there's been significant transmission in the particularly in the case in the in Japan right now where now there's been significant cases of the individuals that are there so I think you know it's really a time to be prudent if you're going on a cruise ship and you know, uh, in, the, in, in say the Caribbean, which attracts most of the individuals from uh, South America and the United States, it's, it's, it's really no risk. If you're going on a cruise ship where you may have a, a number of the passengers, as we saw with uh, the cruise ship in Japan that happened to just come out of China where this virus happens to be transmitted, then there's risk. So again, it's gonna be a judgment call uh, as you make that uh, for you and your family. Additionally, on Friday, Royal Caribbean Cruise Line barred all travelers holding Chinese, Hong Kong, or Macau passports from boarding its ships due to concerns over the coronavirus. The ban applies to anyone holding one of those three types of passports, regardless of when the person was last in their home region. Additionally, regardless of nationality, any guest or crew member who has traveled to mainland China, Hong Kong, or Macau, or been in contact with someone who has less than 15 days before boarding wouldn't be allowed to board the company's ships. According to the World Health Organization, as of Friday, 72 nations have implemented some form of travel restrictions for individuals traveling from or through China and its respective territories. You can find much more on this story in the latest issue of the Threat Journal newsletter. If you're not already a subscriber, visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. The publication is free and will remain that way. AlertUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment, as well as remains in regular contact with federal and state partners regarding the rapidly evolving situation with the coronavirus, and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. AlertUSA cautions listeners that in addition to the rapidly evolving situation with the coronavirus, the U.S. still faces significant threats from Iran and its proxies in retaliation for the killing of Quds Force Commander Qasem Soleimani. In addition, numerous Islamic State media groups continue their online propaganda campaigns, threatening reprisal attacks for the killing of their leader, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, as well as their efforts to inspire individuals to take action on their own. Adding to this list are new threats emerging from a variety of sources across the world of radical Islam in response to the new proposed Middle East peace plan. As AlertUSA subscribers are regularly reminded, transnational terrorist organizations including the Islamic State and Al-Qaeda continue to urge recruits and followers to adopt easy-to-use tools to target public places and events. Specific tactics have included the use of vehicle ramming, small arms, edged weapons, homemade explosives, and poisons or toxins. Some terrorist groups overseas are using battlefield experiences to pursue new technologies and tactics, such as unmanned aerial systems and chemical agents that could be used outside of conflict zones. Many of these technologies are readily available. Additionally, terrorists continue to target commercial aviation and air cargo, including with concealed explosives. Caution and vigilance are urged. In travel security news, listeners are reminded that a U.S. government-issued worldwide caution for American citizens is, in effect, warning of the continuing threat of terrorism, political violence, and criminal activity globally. Additionally, as reported in last week's update, the Department of Health and Human Services has declared a national public health emergency concerning the evolving threat posed by the 2019 novel coronavirus. While current travel restrictions and quarantine measures are in place for all foreign nationals, as well as legal U.S. citizens with a recent travel history to China, logic would dictate that these measures would be expanded to include other nations and regions if the virus continues to spread. As a result, if you are planning travel abroad, regardless of the destination, 
AlertUSA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website as well as that of the CDC for safety, security, and health considerations about your destination. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, AlertUSA also recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens as threats, assessments, and travel restrictions can and do vary. This has been an AlertUSA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, February 8th, 2020.